At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again here on a game day edition of the HHC. Hornets getting set to take on the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. We've got a great guest for you today. Sean Powell is a senior writer for NBA.com, and you might have seen if you've been poking around on NBA.com that he's got a couple of pieces that have just recently come out around the Hornets Rookie of the Year point guard LaMelo Ball. One of them's titled LaMelo Ball Renews Spark in Hornets, much to Michael Jordan's delight. I would add to most of Charlotte's delight as well. And also LaMelo Ball, John Morant, among 10 next-generation point guards. So we're going to talk to him about both those articles. And again, since it's a game day edition, we'll talk to him about tonight's contest against Minnesota. So without further ado, let's welcome him back here to the Hornets Hivecast, Sean Powell. Sean, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. It's great to have you. Let's go first into the feature piece. And it's a little less a a LaMelo Ball feature, I would say, and more a a Hornets one with a clear leading man who has certainly invigorated this market and this fan base, bringing the hive alive once again, hearkening back to the era when Charlotte first got a team and it had Muggsy Bogues and Del Curry and the draft picks of Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning and really had a, a young team that captivated not just Charlotte but a lot of the NBA world. Now we're starting to see that again or so it seems via both what we see in person and what you were talking about in your article. Yeah, I think that's the key there. Um, look, nobody's putting the, the, the Hornets in the next NBA Finals. Uh, sorry to burst anybody's lofty bubble let's be realistic here i think it's baby steps first thing you have to do is you have to get a foundational player right someone who is not only good 
but someone who's entertaining and who can sort of sort of be the face of the franchise, right? The second thing you have to do is you have to make a series of some decent drafts and free agent signings and trades. And then what that does, it gets the crowd really back into the building. And I think we can see all those things starting to formulate a little bit with this team. Obviously, the foundational player is LaMelo Ball. And I hearken back to the hive because I, that's when I kind of first started covering the NBA. And I remember going to that Charlotte Coliseum right off of Tybola Road near the Billy Graham Parkway. And that place was always jam-packed. And it was an expansion team. It was new. The Hornets were the only professional team in town. And the town really just gravitated and just became fixated on the way they played and later the way they won once they started getting some talent. And obviously, you know, that building is no longer there. It's a mixed-use development. But the elements, I think, we're starting to see downtown Charlotte with LaMelo Ball and the new little Hornets. One thing that you see throughout the entire piece is a focus on winning. A lot of fans just around the Hornets and the NBA in general, they, they love the highlights. It's great to be number one on sports area. It's great to have a lot of jersey sales. And those are important parts of, of running any business, no doubt. But in terms of the quotes you have for Mitch Kupchak, the sentiments you have for Michael Jordan, the focus is less on, hey, LaMelo Ball sells a ton of jerseys. Isn't that great? It's LaMelo Ball has an ability to take this franchise into the postseason to become the winning franchise that they have sought to be all this time. Yeah, and that's a great point. I mean, it's the logical next step. I think they're probably a top five, top six team in the East. Uh, That's a good place to be. You want to avoid that play-in tournament at the end of the season just to make sure that your spot in the playoffs is guaranteed. I think that's the logical next step for this team. Obviously, it's not going to be an easy road. And, you know, you have other teams. You have the Wizards. You've got uh, the the Bulls, uh, you know, the Hawks. A lot of competition there for those last three or four playoff spots. So it's not going to be easy. But for this team, for the growth of this team, for the future of this team, the health of this team, and just to really get the fans excited about this team, just to get some traction in the NBA, get some respectability, I I think that's the the next logical step. Now, look, that means that's the best-case scenario for the Hornets because they're still young. They can make mistakes. They can hit a wall. A lot of things can happen. But again, I think the foundation is there, and that's really what you want to see from this team in this stage of the development. There's one player I've heard a lot of people compare LaMelo to in terms of his flash and his style, and Mitch Kupchak references him in one of your quotes. He says, I played with Pete Maravich, and they have the same skill set, but not many people came to Pete's games. The real way to get people into the building is to win games, and... Again, that's kind of something that we've touched on already here. I personally never had the pleasure of watching Pete Maravich play in person, but he's certainly a name that you know has stood the test of time even if he wasn't able to uh, have a, a winning team to play for all that time is there more to that quote to take out though that lamello ball in addition to having that element of showmanship has an ability that the team sees to really transform this squad into a winner and by the way i thought that was a great quote by mitch like you i, I wasn't born early enough to see uh, pistol Pete play obviously i've seen all the youtube highlights and things like that he was a he was a player before his time, was able to be very entertaining, but he played for mostly bad teams. And it just was sad that he was not surrounded by better talent. I think that's the challenge for Mitch Kupchak. I think the challenge is more for Mitch Kupchak than it is for LaMelo Ball. 
I mean, you've got to be able to find the right pieces for this unique talent, pieces that can not only elevate LaMelo's style of play, but also elevate the team style of play. We're starting to see a little bit of that with Miles Bridges, who's able to finish all those fancy passes that LaMelo is giving him. Uh, but yeah, you got to get the right guard next to LaMelo. You got to get the right big man who's got a good set of hands who can catch those passes. See, that's important. That's the other thing. You've got to get players who can catch passes. That sounds like a, a very simple thing, but really it isn't. Players who can catch passes and finish the play. And if Mitch can get that type of nucleus around LaMelo and also some good defensive players, because LaMelo is just a, in terms of defense, yeah, I know he's averaging two steals a game, but he's still a work in progress, as most young players are. They're a work in progress. But just get the right pieces around him, then I think you'll see the winning come. No question about it. And in terms of this front office identifying those pieces, from my perspective, I think they've done a really good job in terms of drafting players, in terms of bringing in guys who are their solid base hits every time. We don't see any swings and misses really from this front office. Uh, when you look at the production Gordon Hayward's had, when you look at the kinds of players they've been able to bring in in mid to late lottery situations in PJ Washington and Miles Bridges, where Let's be honest, some teams have better track records than others. Mitch Kupchak has been pretty on the nose on on those picks. And also, you touched on the piece with LaMelo Ball. It is as widely known as LaMelo was from a very young age. In terms of actual game film or the ability to watch him in person, there was very little to go on between the pandemic and the limited amount of time that he was able to play in Australia and prior. Yes. And, you know, sometimes you got to get a little lucky. And Mitch admitted, I mean, he says, look, man, I've been in this business long enough, you know, all those years with the Lakers. It's sometimes you just have to get lucky. Sometimes you got to hope the team drafting ahead of you doesn't take your guy. And that's that. That's what happened with the Golden State Warriors. They had a chance to get LaMelo and they passed him up. They wanted a big guy. And LaMelo was there for the Hornets. And then the other thing about Mitch is Mitch has been around long enough to know that he's not perfect. He's made some mistakes. Look, you can go down in anybody's draft. And point out missteps, things like that, simply because this is such an inexact science. You don't have a crystal ball when you draft these guys. I, I always start laughing when general managers say, this guy is going to be great and everything. No, you don't know that. You don't know that. You're hoping. Yeah, you're hoping. But you have no idea how these guys are going to turn out. You do your best work. And then you keep your fingers crossed. And you hope the basketball gods are smiling down on you. The last thing I want to ask you about with regards to this article, and a reminder, there's another one. We'll talk to you about the 10 next-generation point guards in a moment, as well as preview tonight's game against Minnesota. But I've, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of conversations with Mitch. He, he is not quick to say, and we're going to win a championship in exactly you know this amount of time. But there's a quote in your in your piece from Mitch that says, Our goal is not to just get to the playoffs, not to win one round. I want to advance. I want to do what Atlanta did last year and go around better. My question for you is, in your mind, is that quote about this year specifically, this season specifically, or is that part of the process that in terms of this era, this nucleus of Hornets players, that that is the goal, whether it's this season or not? I think the answer is, is both. I mean, look at the Atlanta Hawks last year, and you could say that you know if any team is poised to make a similar leap that was in the same situation that the Hawks were in, I would probably say the Hornets. Again, Mitch has done a very good job in a short amount of time getting Gordon Hayward, getting Terry Rozier, 
Kelly Oubre has been very good for them off the bench. Uh, and, you know, those elements are coming through. And just like the Atlanta Hawks did a, a really good job in a short amount of time, drafting well, a- adding uh, Danilo Gallinari, and suddenly, lo and behold, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, yeah, look, a couple things had to fall in place. They had to get a little bit lucky. Ben Simmons couldn't make free throws. All those things kind of helped. But, again, this is such an unpredictable league. And the best thing you want to do as a general manager, as a franchise player, or as a franchise, put yourself right there in the mix, you know, with a chance. Give yourself a chance, you know, to, to get to the playoffs. Give yourself a chance to win a championship. And I think that's what uh, Mitch was saying. He's, he's saying, look, this is not like a one-hit wonder we're trying to do here. We're trying to sustain, sustainability. We want to be in the mix. And I think they're off to a good start. He's a senior writer for NBA.com. Sean Powell, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast, and we'll continue talking about the next piece that he had out about LaMelo Ball, titled LaMelo Ball, John Morant Among Ten Next Generation Point Guards. That conversation next here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber joined by Sean Powell, NBA.com senior writer today here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Sean, kind enough to join us here on Black Friday, and it was a, a holiday for the league yesterday for Thanksgiving, but it's back to work now and getting to see all of the great, bright, young stars uh, play in a lot of games today. And you talked about a lot of them in kind of a side piece or an additional piece to the LaMelo Ball Hornets feature titled LaMelo Ball, John Morant Among 10 Next Generation Point Guards. Here is the 10 you list. LaMelo Ball, obviously front and center on it. Then you've got Lonzo Ball for Chicago, John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies, Darius Garland from Cleveland, Trey Young for Atlanta, Cole Anthony of Orlando, Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know that everyone would immediately think of him as a point guard, but certainly uh, fits in well on this list, if not the leader of it. De'Aaron Fox of Sacramento, Shea Gilgis-Alexander of Oklahoma City, and DeJounte Murray of the San Antonio Spurs. Sean, how tough was it to come up with this list? It's a very young league, and there's a lot of young talent, but uh, to, to put together the 10 next-generation point guards, what were the, the main difficulties putting together this list? Well, I can tell you what the biggest difficulty for me was putting together that list and not having Tyrese Maxey on it. That was a big oversight by me, but at the time when I compiled it, he was just starting to turn the corner for the Sixers. And if I think I had waited another two or three days, he definitely would have been on it. You know, obviously, Tyrese Maxey, young guard, basically stepping into the role because uh, the Sixers don't have Ben Simmons. He's their leading scorer. I mean, well, he's averaging 18-7 a game. Not a pure point guard. He's more like you know, a shoot-first point guard, but he's really done very well for the Sixers. But anyway, getting back to your essential question, and coming up with the list, I just looked at some young players who are in position to be in the next three, four, five years to take the place of the Chris Pauls who 
might either be on their way out or certainly in the decline. And I think these are the most logical candidates. Obviously, LaMelo Ball is right there. But, you know, look at John Moran. I mean, my goodness, he is going next level. And, you know, this is a guy who is angling to make his first all-star team. And then again, when you're talking about young players, first of all, they want to establish themselves in the league. And the next thing they want to do is they want to become all-stars. That's the logical next step. And then they want to obviously try to lead their team deep into the playoffs, deep into May and June. And, I, and I'm looking around, and, and these are the most logical candidates. Now, Luka Dantas, you could argue, is already there, but I still think he, he, has, he has a ceiling. I think, look, the guy is only, what, 21, 22 years old. I think he qualifies as being young. Look at what Darius Garland is doing in Cleveland. And, again, he's not, like, ready to be, like, a great, great point guard. But he's putting together a very good year, particularly with Colin Sexton out for the year, I think, for Cleveland. Darius Garland's been able to step in and show his worth. So I think these are the young uh, players who have some upside, you know, have a high ceiling, starting to establish themselves. And really start to get some traction in the league and and earning the recognition that I think uh, so far that they're deserving. And that's part of you know what intrigues me about this list is you know while while there's a specific subset you're looking at ten next generation point guards, it's still a pretty wide berth because you've got some guys that are already considered MVP candidates like Luka Doncic. There's others that are potentially, if not already face of the franchise type players and then there's others that I think their franchise hopes that they will be significant core starters to playoff teams and maybe one day championship teams uh, amongst maybe those subsets where do you think LaMelo Ball fits in is he someone who eventually is up there with the Luka Doncic in an MVP conversation is he someone that is a highlighted piece or significant starting piece on either an all-star team or a championship team that is a fantastic question. Well, first of all, I don't, he's not up on Lucas' level. I think his career arc is going in that direction. And, and they're kind of different players. One is a little bit bigger in terms of, you know, size and everything. And, and you know, LaMelo is he's a little bit more athletic, I guess. But the bottom line is LaMelo's on the right track. First thing, he's never been an all-star. So we're not going to elevate him too quickly. We're not going to put him in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts just yet. But again, what the Hornets wanted to see from him in year two was just a little bit more maturity, a little bit more command of the offense, better decision making, trusting his teammates and maybe getting a little bit better defensively. And I think he has shown little snippets of that this season. So definitely he is in that mix. The next step for him, obviously, is a good all-star. may not happen this year may happen next year or whatever, but he's on the right path. And finally, as Mitch said, Mitch Kupchak said, ultimately in this league, you're really recognized for what you can do for your team. And as long as the Hornets are winning and prospering and headed toward the playoffs and who knows what happens after that once they get to the playoffs, then I think that reflects well on someone like LaMelo Ball. The pieces are titled LaMelo Ball Renews Spark in Hornets, much to Michael Jordan's delight, and LaMelo Ball, John Morant among 10 next-generation point guards, both by Sean Powell, NBA.com senior writer, and both available on NBA.com. One more segment here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. 
Sean Powell's going to help me preview tonight's game, a Black Friday special against the Minnesota Timberwolves, next here on the HHC. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Sam Farber and Sean Powell, NBA.com senior writer, here with you on the Hornets Hivecast. It's Black Friday. Sean, tell me, are you, are you the type that likes to camp out outside of a big box store and get all your Black Friday specials? <laughs> well, that, first of all, that's a young person game now, isn't it? <laughs> but also, you know, with the advent of the, uh, the Internet and websites and things like that i don't really think you're, you're seeing much of those things you can just basically do your black black friday shopping online and just save yourself the aggravation but uh i will say this is the time of year when i make maybe about 50 to 60 percent of my purchases for the year i'll make them in this weekend and how about that there you go there you go shopping tips from sean powell we want to get your tips on tonight's game hornets versus minnesota and the headline of this one is obviously Anthony Edwards versus LaMelo Ball, or LaMelo Ball versus Anthony Edwards. LaMelo Ball, the reigning rookie of the year. Anthony Edwards, the closest to him in the voting last year. What do you make of that matchup, and is that what you're most focused on when you look at this contest? Yeah, I'm focused on it because these two players are just intriguing players, exciting players, they're next-generation players. They both have warranted where they were taken in the draft. Anthony Edwards, obviously the number one overall pick for Minnesota. Started out slow as a rookie. I think his first month and a half, guy couldn't make a three-point shot or anything, but all of a sudden he came on like gangbusters and made that rookie of the year race a lot closer than people probably first thought. <laughs> one thing I, I, I felt was kind of interesting about Anthony, what he said recently in an interview with the NBA.com. He said that he didn't care about uh, winning, not winning that Rookie of the Year trophy. He says he has his sights on the MVP. Well, this, I would say this is my response for that. Number one, of course he cared. Everybody cares. You want everything, right? You know, Giannis is, is upset that he didn't win Rookie of the Year because then he would have every major trophy, Rookie of the Year, MVP, Finals, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. So he wants to go back to his rookie season and win at it and win that Rookie of the Year. But I will say... That I like where the young man's head is at, saying, you know what, there, there are bigger goals, bigger trophies, bigger rewards I'm shooting for. And I'm shooting for that MVP. I wouldn't be shocked if he keeps developing and, you know, trims down his mistakes and, and, the, and the Wolves start winning. If they ever get to that point, you know, yeah, I would say he has enough talent to maybe be in contention for MVP. The mistakes are a big part of the the issue for Minnesota. As you look back at a lot of their results, they're right around 500, yes, um, but seem to be more at the, the top of a bottom portion of the Western Conference, whereas the Hornets are uh, climbing their way up the rungs in the Eastern Conference standings as we uh, sit and talk here about this game tonight, Hornets versus the Timberwolves. But turnovers have been a major problem, and, and Minnesota does seem to have two exceptional talents in Anthony Edwards as well as Carl Anthony Towns. How far off do you think Minnesota is from having the kind of team that maybe could support an MVP if that is uh, Edwards' uh, end goal personally? 
You know, th- this franchise this confuses me much, much like the Sacramento Kings because they've had so many swings at the plate in terms of getting high draft picks because you know they don't make the playoffs and things like that. And for whatever reason, just really hasn't worked out. Now, I, know they, I know they got it right with Carl Anthony Towns. They definitely got it right in Anthony Edwards. But for some reason or another, something comes along that just keeps this, you know, this, this, this franchise, that just holds this franchise back. I do think they're going to need a few more pieces. Uh, and until they finally change the mentality there, the, just the, the culture there, if I can use that word, I think they're just going to be stuck. Um, they need a shakeup some, some way, shape, or fashion. And usually that shakeup comes from a free agent who's dying to play in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Or they, maybe they make a right trade or just get another draft pick. But then again, they, they got it right with Carthy Towns and Anthony Edwards. So, I mean, that's two pieces right there. And look, there are some stats to say that Minnesota's heading in the right direction. You look at, you know, overall plus minus, Minnesota's actually done better as we sit here and talk than Charlotte has. So there, you know, there are certainly some signs, some good building blocks there uh, that they have for the Timberwolves. In terms of stats to watch, again, for me, Sean, I think turnovers is, is the main focal point. I think the Hornets have been the better team so far this season. And for Charlotte to, to slip up at home in this one, they would have to make a lot of mistakes that Minnesota takes advantage of, whereas the trend most of the games has been Charlotte has, relatively speaking, uh, been good on the turnover side of things, and Minnesota has not been. Is, there, is that the right stat to watch, or is there another one that you would key in on as to who will win this matchup based off of how that one transpires? No, I think you're on the right track there. You're talking about teams with young nucleuses. When you have young nucleuses, yeah, you're going to have turnovers because they're not really uh, mature enough to make all the right decisions. So sometimes they take chances. I also think, you know, your composure in the fourth quarter, if it's a tight game. And finally, I think for the Hornets, you know, um, you know, how are you going to handle Carl Anthony Towns? I mean, look, I mean, I think it's going to take a collective effort. But again, um, I think... You know, who's going to be able to handle the, the other team's stars? Lamella Ball for Charlotte, how are you going to defend him, keep him from, you know, making plays? And for, as far as the Hornets, how are you going to defend Cosney Towns? Because, you know, it might be a little a bit of an imbalance there in terms of who you're throwing at him and what he's throwing at you. It should be a fun matchup. If nothing else, we'll we'll have that top billing of uh, the top two finishers in the Rookie of the Year vote from a year ago, two top three picks going head-to-head once again. LaMelo Ball for the Hornets, Anthony Edwards for Minnesota, and uh, we'll see which one comes out winning the game and which one ends up winning uh, top play for NBA.com. But uh, either way, we're always uh, clicking around and watching NBA.com for the great work of Sean Powell. And, Sean, we appreciate you joining us once again here on the Hornets Hivecast been my pleasure anytime and thanks again to all of you for tuning in as well of course we'll have another edition of the hhc tomorrow breaking down tonight's game against minnesota till next time for everyone here i'm sam farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along and we'll talk to you next time right here on the hornets hivecast thank you for listening to the hornets hivecast brought to you by senta the official eye ear nose and throat care provider of the charlotte hornets For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.